into another edition of prime sports world uh coming to you on a wednesday and of course today we're breaking down the nba finals as the sage has finally been set on monday we knew we finally found out the teams as miami came back in a big way uh to game win game seven and i was dead dead wrong with that prediction uh when it comes to the game six uh game seven against boston miami 
I predicted that Miami would get run out of the building. If you remember that show on Monday, we did, uh, but that for sure did not happen. <laughs> I was giving you guys all types of hell. Uh, and so, yeah, Miami advances to the NBA Finals. We're also going to talk about the offseasons for the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers. And then we're going to talk about the kind of surprising move that Bob Myers resigned, uh, stepped down yesterday. Um, so we're going to talk about all that stuff here on today's show. I'm um, David Hoppin right there is Mr. CEO, Israel Rivera. Uh, TJ Hopkins should be joining us here momentarily as well. Um, so thank you very much for checking us out. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, yes, it is time to watch the hottest show on Facebook. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be doing the Carolina Panthers season preview. As uh, yesterday, we started our season preview episodes with the Car- with the Atlanta Falcons. I actually predicted they would go 9-8 and eight and make the playoffs. The Atlanta Falcons. I know. I know. Um, if you want to go back and watch the justification why I felt that way, uh, go back and watch that episode. It's only about 20 minutes long. It's an easy watch. Uh, so go check I that am, out. I am definitely going to go back and watch that. I, I missed that. <laughs> I missed that. Man, so real quick, down a, your throat in the comments. So real quick, uh, real quick, a recap of that. So Atlanta is going to be one of those teams that are going to be just annoying to play. Like they're not playing like any other team in the NFL. They may run the ball 400 times this season easy. Like they're just going to run it down your throat every single game, and they're going to be very difficult to deal with in the uh, in the NFL this season. But let's talk about the NBA uh, before we get into the matchup. Uh, welcome into the TJ Hopkins of the show. What you guys just thoughts in general? Uh, just the playoffs so far before we get into the NBA Finals matchup. The playoffs so far have yeah. been amazing. Amazing. Honestly, to predict Miami getting to the finals after they lost their playing game to the Atlanta Hawks and yeah. almost they were two minutes away from not even making the playoffs. Imagine, imagine, our DeMar, Bulls. imagine if DeMar DeRose's daughter doesn't have school that next day if she was able to be Oh, we totally win that game. <laughs> and we were, we should have won that game. And maybe maybe it's the Bulls on this run. Who knows? I, I, I doubt it, but <laughs> No, no, hey, TJ, no, hey, don't 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 don't, don't be down, don't be down that. Don't be down that. But anyway, it'll be it'll fine. be just it'll be just our luck. It'll be just that Giannis back doesn't get hurt. That's just what it that's what it goes to show like you you, you need a bit of luck. Hey, uh, no, need- and honestly, TJ, you speaking of luck, lucky that Jason Tatum turned his ankle in the first play. The, the, the first play of the game. Yep. All right, you, you you need a bit of luck. Like so if you're if you're Miami, Giannis has a back injury that usually keeps a player out of months, right? The Knicks are. I, I, the I Knicks. think they would. The Knicks are. I think they would. I think they would have beat the Knicks straight up, regardless. And then, like you said, um, Jason Tatum, first play of the game, turns his ankle, and he and he <laughs> was and he was clearly hobbled by it the rest of the way. On the Denver side, what Minnesota's Minnesota, young and dumb. You go go through Phoenix. You go through the Lakers, like. That's quite the run. You go through Phoenix. Uh, what, 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 what? Under underdogs and three, two of those three series where nobody thought you'd win that series, and then you sweep the Lakers. All right, Phoenix. What you, you lose? They uh, you, you face a Phoenix team with no Chris Paul and basically no bench. Yeah. I guess I guess that's that was quote unquote their break, and then against the Lakers, D'Angelo Russell forgot how to shoot the ball and. 
comes to find out that Le- that foot injury that LeBron had was worse than most people thought oh, yeah. it was. I think we've already we've always knew know, known that. That's why you had the second opinion. Let's get into the actual matchup. So the matchup is set. Uh, number one seed Denver Nuggets going up against the eight seed Miami Heat. Uh, the Nuggets obviously swept the Lakers. The Heat beat the Celtics in seven uh, on Monday night. Either way, no matter who wins this game, this series, history will be made. It's either going to be the first championship for the Denver Nuggets, or it'll be the first eight seed to ever win the NBA title. Nicole Jokic, Jimmy Butler, the two best players on this team. So just talk about some of the interesting dynamics when it comes to this series. These two got these two teams got a little bit of a history from 2021, right? A couple man, years ago. Man, man, that's irrelevant. That is that, me, that's hey, 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 meet me in the back. Hey, meet me hey, in the back. Okay. That's irrelevant. That's, that, that, that's irrelevant. Like I, I understand I understand people like if ESPN, they're trying to hype trying it up. To play. I'm like, bro, like, there, there, there's no beef. There's no beef. <laughs> yeah, even Jimmy came out and said, I ain't got no beef with Nikola Jokic. You know, pretty much that was uh, uh, Marcus. Was it was it Marcus Morris was on the team, right? Or Marcus? Yeah, 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 one, yeah, one, yeah. One, one, one of the Morris twins was the one that started that whole thing, you know. And, and I, you know, Jokic, you know, took offense to it, knocked him down, and and, and, and the rest was there. You know, the, the whole team, the whole Heat team was literally in the back looking for that smoke uh, for the Denver Nuggets. But, yeah, no, there's and no – ain't do nothing. Ain't do nothing. Well, Jimmy ran up and didn't do nothing. And didn't do nothing. You finna sit here and tell me that the whole – go ahead, go ahead, Dave. So the Nuggets have outscored their opponents by 125 points in the playoffs. That's the best mark for a finals team through three rounds in his in the last five years. They're the only That's team that incredible. hasn't lost a game at home in the playoffs so far. That's incredible. So, um, in that Miami team. Heat, what, lowest scoring team? You know what? This is crazy. Lowest scoring team in the NBA, but also the most clutch team. Most wins like under five points or something like that in the NBA. I don't know. You can fact check me on that, but um, nothing's well, come easy. They played four of the eight slowest paced games in the playoffs. Uh, Ninety possessions or per team or fewer. Uh, they did lose three of those four games. Uh, they ranked third in time possession. Uh, they committed one point four fewer turnovers per game than their opponents. Second best differential in the playoffs. Uh, they're also the second best, the best fourth quarter team in the playoffs, outscoring their opponents by sixteen point three points in the fourth nothing's- quarter. Nothing's come easy for this Miami Heat squad. They literally, if, if they can, if they can somehow, you know, prevail in the NBA Finals, they're they're gonna beat two number one seeds, a number two seed, a four seed, um, and five. overcome all of that. Oh, or five seed and overcome all of that, you know, after losing the first playing game, that would be incredible. That would actually put Jimmy Butler. I, I would say in the pantheons of, of you know, not Dwayne Wade, but I'd say have a better career than have a better Heat career. I'd say that one championship that D, uh, that Jimmy no, that had would be a better would, better career put, than LeBron. That would put him in the Hall. He's already. I think he's yeah, already. I think, he's already I, I think he might be already in the Hall of Fame. No, no. Think so? with, with, with what? But I just, I just, I just look at, I just look at it as being like. No, 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 no. He's already in the Hall of Fame with what, David? With what? You look at his career. You look at his career numbers. He's, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Hmm? Two halls, two what with, with two all star appearances. Like, come on, bro. He's, he's, he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. I promise you. <laughs> two all star appearances don't put no, you in and, the Hall and, of Fame, man. 
and the fact that he's gotten the heat, and the fact that he's gotten the heat without Victor Oladipo, with what major accomplishment? What is he getting to the Hall with? I mean, Vince Carter made the Hall of Fame. What's his major accomplishment? Come on, Vince Carter is a twenty thousand point scorer. What are you talking about? Jimmy Butler will be there when he retires. Are you kidding? He's a six-time all. He's a six-time All-Star. I mean, he will be. He's going to make the Hall of Fame, regardless if he wins the title or not. He, it's, it's okay. And so, um, so yeah, I, I think when, but I'm talking about just in Heat franchise history. If he wins this title, he's, he's up there. I think it's D Wade and it's Jimmy. I don't even, I can't even put him ahead of LeBron. I can't even put LeBron ahead of him anymore because LeBron came on, on, on the stage and said, not one, not two, not three, all the way to seven titles, only went the four and one, two. Okay. And had two, and, two, three, two and, all-stars. And left when the and left when it started to get hard. Right, right, right. So Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy's one of the Jimmy's just getting the heat to the finals with this team. It's, 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 it's he's one of the best of, heat players of all time. No Victor Oladipo, no Tyler Hero, number probably their best scorer in Tyler Hero. Uh, the fact that he yeah. got him here and the Nuggets are just so difficult to guard. Like they're oh. so efficient on offense, they can erase. They can basically erase deficits like that. I can't snap right like, off my finger, Jack. Thanos, like that. Like you like can literally Thanos. snap <laughs> deficits alone. Like in that game, in that game four against the Lakers. I mean, they were losing at halftime, and then they just basically steamrolled back and took over that game. And basically, the game was over. No, no, no. It's a lot to, no, lot to do with Jokic. I mean, he just to, way he plays. Like he just he could. Let's shoot go to the first anywhere. round. Let's go to the first round. That the game uh, was it. The game four. Where the, the the Timberwolves were up yeah. like twelve and they erased the lead in in, in like two minutes in a minute and a half. Like I mean, that's what happens. I mean, you get you get a great center. You surround him with some shooting. The guy, the people, and you got Jamal Murray who's playing out of his freaking mind. Uh, this so far this this playoffs, like he's been probably their second best Incredible. player. And Nicole Jokic is his numbers. What he's averaging so far this season have been literally ridiculous. Yeah. He should have won three MVPs in a row, but you know. That's neither here nor there, I guess. That's neither here or there. But I mean, he's. I mean, I, I, you know, it's him. It's it's crazy that we're, we, you know, Jimmy Butler. He's been the third best player in the playoffs, and arguably Nicole Jokic has been the best player in the playoffs. And they're they're facing head to head, not the same position, but you know, two star players going head to head. It's this is incredible. I, you know, you know, we'll dive into it a little bit more, but. So let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about X factors. So when we talk about X factors for both these two teams, what do you think is the X factor for like the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat? I'll go first. I'll say X factor for me for the Nuggets. I think biggest biggest mismatch that he's gonna is like Aaron Gordon's gonna have the biggest mismatch in this in this series in my opinion, because Bam's gonna have to guard Jokic, and there's no Aaron Gordon. You better. You better take advantage of that Max Struess mismatch, or you know what I mean, like that that High Smith mismatch. You better take advantage. Like if Aaron Gordon doesn't average fifteen or more points in this series, it's it's a disappointment for me, for him in this series. He should have the total mismatch because I think you'll see Caleb Martin on MPJ, Jamal Murray, yeah, Jim Buck, Jimmy Butler, and and that's yeah, and even that's a mismatch, right? And then on my side, I know he's one of the Heat star players. You know, I know they're getting Tyler Hero back or whatever the case is, but Bam out of bounds. I'm, I'm, so, I'm not so sure if they are. He's not the X Factor. They, well, he, they said he's going to come back game three. I mean, they said he no, the, no, they said he was. They said he could. There's a difference. He could, yeah. I mean, he still yeah. hasn't. He still hasn't been approved for contact. I mean, he's still got a while a ways to go. In my in my opinion, it's got to be Bam though. Bam out of bio is definitely the X Factor. 
for well, the we heat. we already under, we already understand that. So um, yeah, he ain't he. It's not gonna happen. Like you don't think it's <laughs> if he no. plays well, if he could play well, if he could use his speed against Jokic, I mean. <sighs> I mean, but Jokic you know, has become a, a really like his that narrative that Jokic is not a good defender is kind of literally he's been debunked. Right. Like his 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 <laughs> stats on like one on one defense like has been really well, solid. Yeah, so, really so, so so here's the thing, right? We already know that Bam ain't stopping Jokic. Jokic, he's not. You want and we already know that he ain't stopping Joe and the he ain't stopping the You want to know why? Because that little zone defense that they threw at Boston. That shit ain't gonna work. I was gonna get shot out of real I mean, Denver could straight up fill it up. Like, you're not no, gonna have these inconsistent bro, three point it's, shooters. It's, it's, it's not even that. So, in the zone, Bam was able to sag off of, off of Al Horford because one Horford wasn't even looking to score. He was literally like the minute the, the minute the ball touched his hand, he was kicking it out. And two, Robert Williams is not a scoring threat. Please sag off a of Joker from the free throw line down. Please. <laughs> Run a, zone, run a zone with run a zone against Denver with Joker in the middle of it, please. You're gonna have to see, the, the Heat are literally gonna have to play Kevin Love. They're gonna be forced to play Kevin Love and Zeller in this matchup a lot more than they want to. A lot more than they, they legit might have to do the double big lineup like at some point for in time. real, for real because you can't get away with. You can't get away with Max Struess or whoever the hell that you're going to have, what, uh, Highsmith or whoever the hell, you know, that small guard lineup where you have like four that, guards, that, essentially. It, Jimmy Gard playing the four. Jimmy Butler maybe playing the four. Like, you're not going to be able to get away with that against Denver. Like the lineup of Lowry, Struess, Robinson, Butler, and Bet. Like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that's not going to That's gonna get eaten up. That's, I mean, that's not to mention, I mean, we already talked about Aaron Gordon. Like, who's guarding him in that matchup? Like, if we don't, nobody, nobody. has any idea. And I, I think when know, I when I, I talk my X factors, I think when Denver, I, I think my X factor. I know you talked about Aaron Gordon, but I think Michael Porter Jr. might be the X factor for the Denver Nuggets. He's also a matchup nightmare uh, for the, like whoever's going to be trying to guard him. Whether it be Caleb Martin or Max Bruce or Gabe Vincent, because he's a he's legit like six ten, six eleven. Like he's not he's a, a legit six ten. Like he's a legit like you know six ten, and Caleb Martin is six five. I mean he's the tallest of those three guys I just mentioned. Um, like he's a, just a matchup trouble. Maybe maybe you put Jimmy Butler on him, but then who's guarding who's guarding Jamal Murray in that in that instance? Um, I think my, I can think Michael Porter Jr. for the Denver Nuggets so is a matchup this, trouble. This pro- if they do that, they, that means Gabe Vincent is probably guarding Jamal yeah, Murray or, and- or Max or Max Strude. He's a pretty good defender. Um, but I, I think on the heat on the heat side, I think the their X factor's gotta be Kyle Lowry. He's gotta be better than he was in the series against the Boston Celtics, because there were times during that series where he was basically unplayable. Like he was I know he's been dealing with some knee injuries and tagging injuries here and there, but he literally has been at moments during this playoff series, a playoff run, he's been unplayable. And so they're gonna need some more production on him. Same with Bam out of I mean, is he I know he's a star, but yeah, he's their X Factor too. I mean, he has to make Jokic work. He's got to make Jokic work on the offensive end of the basketball court. It was just if he could just play, if he can just protect the paint and make it hard for him, you know, um, in the post, <laughs> which is not going to, which is, right, that's, TJ's laughing. It's, it's laughable. It's, it's laughable, man. It's it's like, come on, man. He's got to elevate his game, though. To bro, uh, oh, okay. All right, all right. Let's, let's. Even let's... on the pick and roll, bro. Like, what is he, like, 
even when Bam has the mismatch on a smaller guy, it's like take advantage of that right, mismatch, man. Hold on, let's like he's doing right, fadeaways we, in a post. AD is one of the best defenders in the league, whether it's on the perimeter, whether it's on the block, block. AD, right? AD, AD is what? What would you give AD as defensive wise? Top five? AD is top something like that. Something like that. Something like that. And Joker looked virtually unstoppable against a top five defender. Bam thinks he should have won the DPOY a couple years ago, and it's just like, oh yeah, dude. Okay, sure. Like, believe I, I don't blame you for believing in that. Right, if you ain't your own hype, then no, and then nobody's gonna hype you. But yeah, yeah. there's a, like there, there, there's a reason. There's a reason folks are saying Joker should have won three straight MVPs, and no one's saying I agree with Ben that you should have won that DPOI a couple years ago. Like, there's a reason that's being said, right or wrong. Like, there's a reason that's being said. Like, you can make the argument that Joker right now is the best player in the league. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I think that's a, a fact. And, and, and think about, and, way centers play. and think about the upper echelon of the league. Hey, y'all want to know something? Y'all know what's crazy? Remember the fact that Denver almost chose Joseph Nurkic over him? Yeah. Remember, the, remember the, like, remember, like, there was a talking point of we got, we have two centers, we got to get rid of one of them. And they, that would like, been a mistake. Like, that hindsight. Like hindsight's twenty, like hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like we, like we can yeah. say that now. I mean, we have no way of de- knowing how Jokic would have developed if he was in Portland. So, like, and vice yeah, versa. That's true. One hundred percent. That's true. But uh, let's talk about Nuggets win the series if <laughs> just do them. <laughs> just do them. <laughs> That's a, because the mismatches are across the board. Like play, you just mentioned Aaron play Gordon. Dis, like play discipline, play to your play to your strengths, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, basically, basically, all you, all they gotta do is do got them there, make it make it yeah, do what they did. I'm, the I'm, I'm trying to think about our right, game one tomorrow. I'm legit interested. Like Miami, what is your starting five for tomorrow? Because we know the Nuggets starting five: Murray, KCP, MPJ, Gordon, Joker. Hmm. I, th- I think you gotta start, you gotta start Kevin Love. You what? gotta start Kevin Love. What starting start five? What starting five? You gotta you gotta come with you gotta come with you probably gotta come with Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, I, or Max Shrews. K uh, Vincent, Max Shrews, Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, Bam out of bio. That's I, the I, only. I, I I do not think they'll start Kevin Love. I think they will go small. And I think they'll try to. They may even start Duncan Robinson at power forward. He's six ten. I mean, He's come on! But I don't think Kevin Love will be. I, 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 I mean, he was he played. He was the different one of the difference makers. The fact that the fact that Tyler Hero got hurt. The fact that Tyler Hero got hurt. They were basically forced to play Duncan Robinson again. Is a a godsend. Like the guy was has been awesome on the. I mean, he was okay. I don't know what. Yeah, but, but I, I don't know. I don't know where you got the fact that Duncan Robinson is six ten because he's not six ten. Where did you see Duncan Robinson at six ten? Uh, six seven. All right, six seven. My bad. Six, six, seven. six seven. <laughs> my, you know, my thing is, my thing is like, okay, Denver, Denver, Denver wins. They just gotta, you know, do what they got them there. Like you said, man, make your perimeter shots, play off a joker. Um, you know, Miami Heat, they're gonna keep, they're gonna play the same. 
Well, Miami Heat's going to yeah. keep they, playing. They gonna, they gonna try they're not going to gonna switch up at all. They're, they're gonna not going to do anything they, different. They're going to try to get some boys in foul trouble. They're going to try to get, like, especially Aaron Gordon. Um, Bam going to try to attack Jokic, get him in foul trouble, early foul trouble. They're going to, like, you already know how Miami play. They're going to be gritty. They're going to be grimy. They're going to flop, which is a Kyle Lowry special. They, they're going to try to bait them. Well, I think they're gonna, they're, they're for sure gonna muck up this game, and they're basically gonna limit the number of but possessions they, in the game. They got to. They're gonna slow yeah. the ball down. I mean, we're, we're gonna we're gonna see them taking shots at like one second left on the shot clock, like every possession. Probably four or five, but yeah, yeah I mean, basically, I mean, yeah. They're gonna use twenty seconds up on the shot clock. So yeah, the only the I only way because they, they, they obviously can't hang offensively with the Denver Nuggets. The only way they can win this is if they play tough nose defense and they limit their turnovers and they limit their chance, like they limit second chance points. Like they literally have to, they can't have like Denver running up and down the court. They will get blown out of the building. It'll be interesting to see how the altitude the altitude of Denver affects Miami Heat, especially in Game One, especially if they come you know out playing a seven game series. You know what's crazy is that Denver just beat. Like, I would say since that trade that they made with Jared Vanderbilt and all those guys, they just beat the Lakers, who were the number one efficient defense. Like since they made all those moves, right? And it's like, it's like, damn, they just they like ran them out the building. And I know Miami's Miami, you know, can play some good half court defense, but I mean, it it, does, it wasn't getting better than what the Lakers were playing from second half of the season on, pretty yeah. much. So it's just like I, I I can I can sit here and be like, well Miami's you know gonna play this you know Star Wars defense that they played in the first three games against the Celtics, uh, against the Knicks, and 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 against the and against the Bucks. But it's it's also like this team, this Denver Nuggets team, just beat the number one de- efficient defense in the league from the second half on of the season. It's like hard to like think how Miami can stop those shooters from from making shots. I also think that, like, back to one TJ's point, or back to one of your points, where you know, talk about that beef. You know, if they brought it up in ESPN, the only reason they brought it up is to hype up this matchup. They gotta because, hype this up because because yeah. of all mm-hmm. of, because of all the possible possibilities that were unfolding here. I mean, Nuggets Heat was probably one of the least interesting. Like, there aren't that like they, those are not mainstream franchises outside of the Heat, but. Denver, I mean, if this had been Lakers Celtics, there would have been no need to have, like pull off beef they had two years ago. They would have just been like, yeah, the Celtics and Lakers are playing. One of these teams is going to win title 18. Yeah, again. <laughs> so I think, yeah, they just need to hype it up. Uh, but yeah, they, I think the Heat win, win the series if they can muck it up and they can make their shots the way they did. No, even, even Nuggets Celtics would have got hype. Yeah. So, but I. Uh, I- Hey, I think I think the Heat, I the Heat can win. Hey, look, the Heat can win, like you said, muck it up. And also, like like in the regular season, they weren't the greatest three point shooters. But if they can like shoot it out, shoot it out the gym, like how they have, they they've been pretty much a really good shooting team in these playoffs. If they can hey. continue to shoot and make the perimeter shots like they have been, they can have a shot at winning a couple games against the them. One I don't thing, know, winning, no, like or, here's the thing: the one thing I the one thing that irritates me is. Like the whole "quote unquote" experience thing, like all right, the Heat have been there, okay, and the Nuggets have never been there. So you, the Nuggets are gonna go out there and be like, "Oh, damn, this is the finals. I've never, we've never done this before." I don't care about all that. I don't care at all. So let's talk yeah. about who <laughs> prediction, serious prediction. I'm, I'm going Nuggets in six. TJ. Same, same, same. I'm, I'm a, yeah, sweep it. I'm going Nuggets in six. I can see the Heat still in two. You know, one, one, one. You know, maybe two in in Miami. 
Uh, moving on from there, let's talk about what's next for the teams that didn't advance, because every every year there's a team going to the NBA Finals and there's another team going home. Uh, we're going to talk about each of these teams just briefly. Uh, Boston Celtics have a lot of question marks when it comes to their future. Uh, first, Joe Mazzulla, uh thoroughly outcoached by uh, Eric Spolstra in that Eastern Conference Finals. Jalen Brown's future is very much in question uh, with him being eligible for that semi-max extension. Um the question is, will the Celtics look much different next year at what their offseason priority should be? And do you think, like, what's going to happen with this Boston Celtics team? Uh, oh, yeah, because I'm, I'm with you on the briefly because I, I, I despise when the national media spends more time on the teams that lose versus the teams that win. Like, the Nuggets swept the Lakers, and all we talked about, all they talked about for a week and a half was Laker this, Laker that, Bron injury, Bron retirement. It's like, can we talk about the team that, I don't know, actually won? And, yeah, so for Boston, again, I I, I got to make some moves. I got to I gotta do some kind of – I got to do something. This this collection of talent, um, Tatum, Brown, Smart, right, like Horford, like they've been together for quite a while. They've had – Four, they've had four trips to the Eastern Conference Finals. They've been to the finals once. How many cracks can one unit continue to get? Right, you done changed coaches twice. Brad Stevens gone. Yudoka gone. Missoula in. Right, you done changed coaches. So how many cracks can the same collection of talent get before you realize like hey man maybe maybe we reached our ceiling maybe this is it like some because like it's it's clear now like jason like jalen brown may hate it that his name's always up in trade talks but boston has pretty much established the pecking order tatum's up here and you're beneath him right jason tatum's the untouchable in this equation 100 I think when, he, when, it, when it comes to Joe, when it, oh, sorry. when it comes to Joe Mazzulla, though, TJ, I think we got, I think we got to pump the grades on, 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 t- you know, like talking about, oh, he's not the right fit or the right coach. And he inherited, first of all, he's inherited that roster, so that's not really and, like he hasn't really had the input to actually input some guys that maybe he wants to fit into his style. And then he's a rookie. Defense, he was a rookie head coach. Right. And to his defense, he got the job two days before, like. Like two days before, like training camp started. Yeah, like he was basically thrown in there. Like he had no time. It was basically you don't fire. Hey Joe, you want the head coaching job? Wait, what? Yes or no? You want the head coaching job? I guess that's 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 what that was. So like he, for him to do that and to be one game away from the Eastern uh, from the NBA Finals, that's a hell of a job. But you can clearly tell like. Where they missed Udoka. Yep. Like this series the X's alone. And O's. Yeah, the X's and O's. Just because I think I think Udoka in, in, in that final game, at least, and even in game six, too, when they missed them 10 shots or whatever to end the game, and I, then I, they opened up the game missing 10 threes. I think he would have been like, hey, stop shooting threes. Stop shooting. We're gonna go inside the paint. We're gonna go inside the paint. I'm gonna start drawing up some stuff. Joe Mazzulla, I think, is more of a running gun style type of head coach. That's where I think he needs. That's where he's going to have some more input next season. I think Marcus Smart gone. I, th- I think I think some of the I hope are gone. I think maybe even Robert Williams. You know, I know some of these guys are, are on contract still, but I mean, you got to look at 
you know, what, what Joe Mazzula wants to run, what his offense wants to run. It looks like he wants a running gun style, nice offense, like nice pace to his style. And and those two guys, like Robert Williams, Al Horford, even even Marcus Smart, aren't the greatest outside threats when it comes to shooting basketball. Marcus Smart has three years left on his contract. I would be shocked if he was going in. I would love him on the Bulls, though. I'd love Marcus Smart on the Bulls. Robert Robert Williams has three more years on his contract. Al Horford has two more years on his current contract. That's what they do. But I think think one of the things that were like – so I know I put the new CBA impact on the Lakers segment, but it also affects here. So if they – like let's say the Celtics decide to extend Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They're looking at being way into like the second curtain luxury tax and all that stuff, which means no mid-level exception. It also means they would be picking last in the NBA draft, no matter where they ended up, their record-wise. So, like one of the things, like so, a couple years ago, when the Warriors had the worst record in the NBA and they had the second overall pick and they got James Wiseman, right? Mm-hmm. If that were to happen now, they would have the last pick in the draft, no matter what. That's tough. That's tough. Because of, their, because of their because of their payroll. And I, I think I, I, I think I'm, I'm not about to have six hundred I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not about to have six hundred million tied up in the two players. I nah, can't do it. So I, I, nah. I do think that Jalen Brown, I, I think they will look to move him this offseason. Um especially Portland. if it makes it especially if it makes it yeah, Houston. Portland, especially if it makes it clear that he's not returning. You said Houston? Team. Houston. Yes, Houston. Houston. Uh, he's from Portland, Atlanta. Portland, hey, what you want for Dan Lillard? He's from Atlanta. Houston makes a lot of sense. What, what you want for Trey Young? I, I, I don't think Trey Young will be part of the trade because it, no, really, it doesn't really help their situation at all. No, but, Houston. Houston. Houston makes a lot of sense. They got the. They got the. They got the draft capital. Doka. They got the young talent to give up. It reunites them with Jalen Green. Doka. Jaylen I don't. Green, I don't. Like know, I don't. I don't know how Houston feels about Jalen Green. I. I. If, so I, like. I, so, I, I, I don't know how the NBA feels about Jalen Green. Like <laughs> teams like so like that like so like that's the thing like like young teams like that like teams like in Houston teams like in Orlando, like you can't really say you have quote unquote untouchables, because if you if you did like one your team would be better than what it is and two like like OKC OKC has untouchables SGA is untouchable. I don't care what you offer Absolutely. me. You're, you're not getting. You're not getting SGA. I mean, unless it's like you know, literally the house. But, you're not, and, but moving on, moving on. Yeah. So we're spending too much. <laughs> Let's move it on to the other side. Let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, the season ends in a sweep to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, yeah. They have talks about LeBron James retirement. The state of this roster as a whole. They have a million free agents, including Austin Reeves, uh, who is a restricted free agent. But that dude's about to get paid. Uh, and they also have the problem with the new CBA where it's going to limit what they can do. I mean, you have, you have, they don't have a mid-level exception. They have a bunch of free agents. Uh, the only way they can really improve this roster is bring their own guys back or some sort of sign and trade. Well, what do you do uh, if you're the Lakers? I saw earlier, I don't know if y'all saw this, but I got a notification that they are, they want to do a D-Lo for uh, Van Vliet swap. I don't know what else it would take to like. I don't know what else it would take to get that done. Well, it would take DeAndre Russell agreeing to a contract with the Toronto Raptors. And but, but I also you know. I, I but that's the thing. Like I don't know what I don't know what the what you call it the uh, market value of D'Angelo Russell is like D'Angelo Russell did not have a good conference finals. Like he, 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 he was, but he was really good in that warrior series. So like, you know, but that like, but that's the thing though. So it's like, it's, 
the peaks and valleys, the highs and lows. Like you're supposed as the playoffs continue, you're supposed to get better, not get worse. And so, and I think that's the issue. That's that's my issue with the Lakers. Like yo, like y'all so focused on getting the next big name in, you're gonna lose the guys that you have because you can't make the same mistakes twice, right? You missed out on the valuable commodity like Alex Caruso, and and you you knew how much how valuable Caruso was to you, right? Like in that book, like where for what it's worth. It's a bubble championship. You can discredit it all you want. Don't matter. It don't take away from the fact that they won it. But Alex Caruso on the Lakers, LeBron had the the faith that LeBron had in Alex um, Austin Reeves. That's the same faith he had in Alex Caruso when Caruso was there. I'm putting the ball in your hands. I'm trusting you to make the right play. Well, I mean, Austin Reeves is a much better offensive player than Caruso. And he's a he's a and but and that's also bigger. But and that's the thing, they chose not to pay Caruso, yeah. and they and they you can see where they missed him because Austin Reeves won this. Austin Reeves when Caruso left, he wasn't I, you know, like, I, he wasn't this. Nobody. Kyrie thing is, the Kyrie thing is 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 kind of interesting, right? Because no, if you can no, somehow no, if you no, can no. somehow add Kyrie. Oh yes, it is because if you could somehow add Kyrie to this roster. I think this puts you right back in the championship contender. Uh, a trio of Kyrie, LeBron, AD. That's definitely so. You know, I got a, a, I got a, I got a trio of guys with Austin that, with Austin Reeves playing the shooting guard position. I got a trio of guys that's gonna play a combined what sixty games together. Because we already know Kyrie will take off <laughs> just because. Hey, it's a Wednesday and I don't feel like playing. The wind blowing a little too strong. Right. Me. <laughs> Montani don't work. <laughs> All right. Santa, Santa, Santa Monica Pier, a little gloomy. I don't want to play. Man, I don't know what the Lakers can do, but like if they want to contend with, I mean, Denver's going nowhere. And that's I, the, I that's this, the other part. Bro. I, like, that's the other part. Denver's going nowhere. They're going to be there to stay for years to come. So you're like the last time you beat Denver, I know they were a little younger. It was what, three years ago or so. But, but in the bubble, but you need to surround AD with with some with some with some beef with some um, some enforcers, right? You need to go get you a guy like a Javale McGee, a guy like a, a that's gonna rough and tough around the edges, you know, like that's a muscle like like Dwight Howard, somebody that's gonna be able to to make you know get, throw bodies at Jokic, get them tired, something like that. Let AD roam around defensively at the power forward position. They need to get some more depth at the front court position uh, next season. Now LeBron's retirement, I you know I don't. He better not do this Aaron Rodgers thing, this Brett Favre thing. I, 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 I think he he only he only did that just to put pressure on the front office because he was like, hey, I can yeah. retire. Like you like I because he's not gonna he's not gonna play for somebody like for the team if it's not a competitive. Like <laughs> no. Like he's just he's not. not. Like he's gotten to the point of his oh, career. He's not going to be playing nothing. on it. That ain't nothing. And he's going to go. But it's, it's nothing. He's still, but and he's right it's though. Not, he's still it's better nothing. Than it's, not, it's it's nothing. It's nothing else than Le, Le GM being Le GM and be like, right. yo, I I can legitimately retire. Like I accomplished everything I need to retire. I, I've already accomplished everything I'm probably going to accomplish. Like if you don't. 
like make some changes on this roster and, and make some moves here. And because they have a billion free agents, like I'm not exaggerating when I say a billion free agents, like D'Angelo Russell, free agent. Like um, they can extend Anthony Davis this offseason if they wanted to. Uh, the same thing with Jared Vanderbilt. Austin Reeves is a free agent. D'Angelo Russell, Rudy Hachimura, who's really important. Um, through several games in this series, so, you gotta all right. him in all so, the all right, right, right. So we, so we know how to get priority number one is probably it's those two dudes. Keep Rui, keep Reeves, Rui and Reeves. You gotta keep. Uh, priority number two, the um, the LeBron retirement thing. I'm not taking that seriously. I'm not doing. Yeah, <laughs> but I hope he doesn't do this. This no, Dan Rogers, I mean, Brett Favre, I mean, Lonnie Walker, a free agent. Dennis Schroeder's a free agent. Troy Brown Jr., a free agent. You kind of share. You kind of as a team option. Mo Bamba is partially guaranteed for next year. I would year. like the I, only players. The only players that are, have a under contract guaranteed under contract next season is Max Christie, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. That's it. Keep, uh, you look. You kind of show how guys. you feel. You kind of show how you felt about Troy Brown Jr. because he was DNP's coach's yeah. decision. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta keep Rui. Gotta keep Reeves. Gotta, in my opinion, you should try and keep, you should try and keep Schroeder because he's he's important to what you do defensively, and uh, and you gotta keep Jared Vanderbilt because he's important what you do. He's just as important my, what you do my, defensively my, as well. My honest opinion is they should sign all of these guys if they can. Obviously, I don't like the CBA may limit what they can do here. Uh, I'm resigning all these guys. I'm bringing them all back on two-year deals with the second year being a team option. And if LeBron James walks away and goes plays with Bronny wherever he goes next offseason, that's fine. We'll just release all these guys and start it from the ground up. Uh, I'm not it. extending Anthony Davis. Like, <laughs> like, I'm running this. This team was good when they finally made the moves. Like, this is a good basketball right. team. They only really had, like, 30 or so games to play together as a unit. I want to see what this team looks like in a full season. Like, I'm going to – if I can get these guys back on the cheap – I mean, DeAndre Russell's not signing for $35 million a year again. Like, that's what he's making now. He's not signing for that again. <laughs> let's, be, let's be real. <laughs> no, he's definitely not signing for that again. Definitely not signing for that again. But I, I, I do agree with you. I think, I mean, you saw, like I said, man, they're the number one defensive, defensive, efficient defensive team, like, second half of the season once they made a trade for all these guys. So I think you bring it back, run it back next year. This team could possibly win, you know, 50 games, maybe 45, 50 games, maybe. Well, here's the here's the issue with that. We already know at 82 games, Brian's going to play between 55 and 60 of that. AD, probably the same amount. So, But let issue, me say this. So what, oh, do you do those, like, so what do you do if those two dudes are out at the same time? I mean, getting a, but then also sign at least sign four of those guys. The guys I mentioned: Rui, Austin, Schroeder, D'Angelo Russell. But get try and bring a guy in like an Andre Drummond. Try and bring a guy in like a like maybe a DeAndre Jordan. I mean, might be maybe uh, I, call I th- maybe I, call I, Dwight I, Howard. And say, hey, I think they're I think they're only going to have trying to come back over here. I think they're only going to have the veteran veteran minimum to sign players on. So. I mean, I'm calling Dwight Howard. I'm like, hey, stop playing around in China. I know you're goofing around. Stop playing around in China. Come, come back over here. We need you to play center. You know, we need <laughs> we need you to guard Jokic when it matters. You know, like, God, Lee, where's JaVale McGee? I haven't heard of JaVale McGee's name. He's you on know. the Dallas Mavericks. He's doing whatever yeah, I mean, he does. So. You know what I'm saying? Like, not doing anything. Collecting dust over there. Yeah. Like, come on, man. 
Well, they didn't make the playoffs, so he hasn't played in like three months. So, uh, Moving on from this, let's talk about the shocking news of the NBA, kind of the end of the era when it comes to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Bob Myers stepped down yesterday, uh, two-time executive of the year, four, architect of four NBA championships with the Warriors. He brought a blend of leadership, talent, evaluation, and the respect that he commands at every level of the industry. He drafted several key members of that Warriors dynasty. Uh, in, a, in, a, in an interview with the ESPN, he told – them it was time for him to move on let's just talk about the how, how shocked were you when you heard this news yesterday none all good things come to an end four championships four championships in 11 years and i know there's one warrior fan that's like oh but he missed on some draft picks dude you won four you witnessed four championships in 11 years you ungrateful yeah, right. Uh, 12, 12, he spent 12 seasons with the Warriors. He drafted Draymond Green. He drafted Steph Curry. drafted Clay Thompson. And he hired Coach Steve Kerr. That's right, a I haven't seen the <laughs> I haven't seen my team in the championship since I was eight years old. So y'all could, they can shut <laughs> yeah. the hell up. Okay. Um, I, I I legitimately was pretty shocked. Like I, I always kind of figured there would be some change in Golden State on the roster side. And I he never didn't, thought. And, and what's crazy is he didn't draft Steph Curry. Steph Curry was the guy before him. Draymond Green was his first draft pick ever. He did a hell of a job. I mean, he's the he's the, you know he architect he architect um architect the hell out of that team. Over. Yeah, he, he built, built the, the hell, hell out of that team. team. Even even yeah. down 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 to the bones. I mean, you know, getting I mean, rid of Mark Jackson for Steve Kerr. He was there for making that, Ma, that that Monte Ellis decision. Took a lot of cojones too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that pissed I mean, a lot of Warriors fans off. You chose Steph Curry over Monte Ellis, and Steph Curry at the time, his ankles couldn't even hold, like couldn't hold uh, up. Like they do, legit. You, do, you, do you guys remember the first game after that trade? Like they they brought oh, what's the guy's name? Um, uh, Bill Walton. No, not Bill Walton. Uh, one of their greats, all time greats. Was it Rick um, Barry? Rick Barry, thank you very much. They remember the game like right after they made that trade. Rick Barry had to like get the microphone and go on the floor. Like, you remember, remember that? Yeah, like he told him to calm down, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like one of the craziest seasons I've ever seen in my life. And like right after it was the game after they traded Monte Ellis for 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 Bogut, who's who's coming off that bad wrist injury. Um, you gotta think, man. Monte Ellis is Monte Ellis, man. Fans, he was a fan favorite out there. So yeah. I, I, would, so I would be pissed I, too because he was he was part of that team with like you know Baron Davis and those guys and and Steven Jackson like he was yeah he, he 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 was a rookie on that that team that went yeah, he so, was. Dallas Mavericks on that eight seed I got it right Western. here right I got it right like this this article like this from the Athletic it ranks his best draft picks right Draymond Green is one got him in 2012 Clay Thompson's right. two got him the year before 2011 Harrison Barnes three. Got him seventh overall in 2012. Eric pa- Eric Pascal is four. I don't agree with that. Kevon Looney's five. 30th overall. So we, we, I forgot about Eric Pascal. He was pretty good. He was a pretty good like glue guy for them. Jordan Bell was a second round pick. Patrick McCall was a sec- second round pick. Festus Azili. Remember Festus Azili, how good he was? Yeah. Like those- he was another yeah. glue guy yeah. on that first yeah. championship. Yeah, he Jordan, was another glue guy. He Jordan Poole, 28. Jordan Poole, twentieth overall. Some guy I that like, never. I feel, like, I, feel, I feel like Jordan Poole is gonna get get higher than that when it's all said and done. Yeah, like, yeah. So like, like, did he miss on some draft picks? Yeah, that's the nature of the game. 
Name, give me, I'm, find me one. No, find me one GM that's hit on every pick. Uh, did, did they no, 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 okay, no, 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 okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, before no, yeah, no, he was before that. He was before. No, that. Okay. no, no, no. If they're if they're if they're talking about missed on on James well, why, Wiseman and, and and Moses Moody and those guys, like no, it's 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 because I mean, Steve Kerr's unwillingness to play. But not even, guys. but but not, but not even wait, those wait, wait, two. Not, not even those two. Jordan Bell, Jordan Bell was there for a year and he was gone. Horrible. And and Jordan I mean, Bell, and Jordan when they, Bell was drafted by the Bulls and got traded to the. The Warriors for cash. Jordan Bell has some knucklehead moments. Remember that knucklehead moment? They were up like 30 points with KD. And, and he, he threw the ball up. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> and then the whole bench was like, oh. Do, no, do you, but so, I, I, yeah, I was pretty shocked in this. So, like, do you think the Warriors' future money problems is, is a potential factor for why he wants to yes. step away from this situation? Absolutely. Because the, the, Warrior, the Warriors are about to be in all sorts of problems with the new CBA. Like, the way that they can trade, they, like, they'll be limited on trades. They won't be able to bring in players that buy out candidates. They won't be able to bring in, like, they'll have the last pick in the draft every year. Like, do you think that – played a huge factor in the fact that he's like you know what i just need to step away from this i did what i did let them figure it out now uh, absolutely like, so, like, so i know like he knew like he knew for a fact like he knew that for a fact all right this beef gonna be in luxury tax hell it's it's a it's it's coming and i could get us out of it but in order for me to get out of it i'm gonna need some more money on my contract not to mention exactly. you have to trade away a favorite like you'd have to be responsible for trading away Draymond Green or Clay Thompson. Or Clay I don't, Thompson. I don't think you want to be the guy that makes that decision. And let the new guy make that decision. And, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, and as as unfair as that is, as unfair as that is, Warrior fans, you're gonna have to come to the realization that hey, this thing is closer to the end than it is the middle. At some point, all right, we we know for a fact of the big three, only one is going to stay a warrior for the in, entirety of his career, and that's number thirty. All right, only one of those three dudes is going to finish his career as a warrior. Draymond going to play somewhere else. Clay going to play somewhere else. Because at some point in time, I'm like, hey man, hey, I done I done took pay cut after pay cut. And Lakeham, I think Lakeham is getting a little tired of paying all of the luxury taxes he's paid on this roster. Like now, I understand, like that's the that's the price of winning, but at some point in time, what good is it if I'm just I, I got you three, I got you three, right? But now the the talent around y'all ain't up to par, and Jordan you, Poole has looked mentally checked out since yep. ever since the punch. So let's talk about the Warriors. What do they do from here? Uh, the word on the street, and what I read what on the ESPN article, what I kind of pulls a lot of this information from, um, Joe Lacom, who's the owner of this team, uh, is going to make his son. The, the, he wants his son to be more it's, involved it's, in the day-to-day basketball. It's down to it's down, it's, it's down to his son or Mike Dunleavy Jr. as um, the the heir apparent to to Bob Myers. I think I think it'll be Joe Lickham's son. I think he will be the guy that becomes the GM of this team, president of basketball operations, and he's going to have to make all the difficult decisions on what to do with this roster moving forward. Like, who do you bring back? Who do you move off of? What happens in the future? Oh no! But I I said like only one dude is going to finish his career 
a, a warrior lifer and like all three of them are gonna get the well all three of them are gonna get the accolades steve her gonna get his recognition from the warrior organization steve steve her gonna get something i don't know what hall like, of famer, <laughs> when it's all said and done then what that warriors this warriors run is gonna have five hall of famers myers in the hall of fame steph clay draymond steve kerr, steve kerr. all in Debatable. I think it's close. I think it's close. Debatable. Debatable. He's got four four rings too. I mean, he's Kevin. Kevin Durant's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. He's gonna I mean, have... so does. I mean, Robert Ory's got five. So or he got seven. Yeah, I mean, or he got yeah, seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah seven. Yeah, I forgot I mean, about yeah, the Rockets. Robert, Robert, I forgot Robert, about the Rockets. Robert Ory, Robert Ory doesn't have a Finals MVP though. Robert Ory is also not a Hall of Famer, so like that's yeah. not true. That. <laughs> No, no, matter, but like, no, like, no, like, no, like, no, 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 I, I legit uh, has if he was if he if he, if he if he claimed if he claimed he was from like another country like Nigeria or something like that <laughs> he no for real no am I no 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 I'm no I'm serious like if he was like a foreign player like like look at Sabonis made the Hall of Fame he came over when he was old as dirt he still but made it's the, the but it's, it's the because it's because it's the basketball Hall of Fame like what Sabonis did. What Sabonis did internationally goes towards that, which is why I think Absolutely. the NBA, I think the NBA should have their own Hall of Fame. I think, be, that, I think it'd be hard to break away at this point, but that's a conversation for a whole other. Oh, <laughs> but, but but before we go, like I, I I think it was like this past year's Hall of Fame class. This dude I went to high school with, he was like. Another year of Robert Orr. I'm like, dude, Robert Orr is never gonna make the hall. He's like, he's like, he's like, but he's like, he's like, oh, but he got seven rings. I'm like, okay, and what else? Like, at he's no got, point, he's like Derek Fisher. I'm like, at no point in time, I was like, at no point in time was Robert Orr ever the best power forward in the game. Like, there was nothing special about Robert Orr. What he hit, big shot five. <laughs> yeah, Bob, baby. I actually think he prefers Big Shot Rob, but, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but thank All you very right. much for checking us out here at Pride Sports World. Uh, in today's episode, we broke down the NBA Finals. We talked about the futures of the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers. And we talked about the Bob Meyer shocking step down yesterday. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out. Uh, I'm David Huffman right there, CEO Israel Rivera. TJ Hopkins, my co-host. Uh, thank you very much. Tomorrow's episode, bringing you the season previews for the Carolina Panthers, and uh, we talk about their offseason and what they're looking like the, this offseason for this season, and uh, pre predict their record as I predict the Atlanta Falcons yesterday to go nine and eight and to win the South. TJ, <laughs> I got TJ, do you hear this, man? Hey, I got them somewhere between seven and seven and eight. At man, least, bro. yeah, not yeah. nine games, at least seven games. Bro. They, they have the they have to win the NFC South, though. <laughs> I, Everybody can win the NFC South. I, I, bro, I, 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 I wholeheartedly. I wholeheartedly believe seven, seven, eight wins wins that division. I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Not seven, eight games does win that division. But real talk, if I had, if I had to pick a team to win 
nine games and win in win the division, it's the Saints. But I did pick the Falcons. I just think that they're playing they play a very interesting style of football, uh different than every other team in the NFL. But we'll talk about that more tomorrow when we talk about the Carolina Panthers. Gentlemen, what do we do here at the Prime My Friends? We bring the heat. Yeah, we don't we can use a little less heat. <laughs> It's humid as hell, man. Hey, it's humid. I look tired because I ain't got no AC in this house. I'm burning up. They need to fix my AC. Okay? Oh, I, I'm really bringing man, the heat in this episode. Man, I, I, I was going to go play basketball earlier, but I left my shoes in my car. My car is at the shop. Okay, that's nothing. I'm about what, to go right now, baby. You know, hold on. What hooper has one pair of shoes? Well, I mean, I've moved all the place. I have another pair. I, I have another pair at my parents' house. You got to have at least parents. two. You gotta have I got my Kyrie Irvings. I got Paul George at my parents. I bought this pair of shoes that I have from China. It's in the trunk of my car, actually. Wait, no, hold on, China? Yeah, I bought, it, I, I bought it on AliExpress.com. <laughs> I bought these shoes on AliExpress.com. Bro, I, I promise you, David, you're going to take one cut and you're going to fall right out them shoes. You're going to bust <laughs> out I, like I, Zion. I've worn them a you're bunch of times. Shoes just, like Zion. I got Paul George and I stopped wearing them, so... <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, we'll be back here tomorrow. You guys all stay safe. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. We'll see you all tomorrow. Enjoy. Have a good hoop session, Izzy. Get another pair of shoes. Man, buy me another pair.